Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I am Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Esses, joined by Titans beat writer Ben Arthur. It is schedule day, Ben. Uh, a big moment in the NFL offseason calendar where we <laughs> we see the schedule of teams that we already knew were going to be there, and I guess we just see the order and the game times. But uh, people get into this here in the offseason. The NFL is really, really good at uh, keeping itself in the conversation throughout the year, even on May 12th. So uh, we learned the Titan schedule. We're going to go over that here on uh, this week's show. Ben, how, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, uh, Gentry. Uh, I mean, first of all, like when, when I saw the schedule, I was super excited because I get to go home to Seattle in, in week two. So very early on, I didn't expect that so that's just kind of cool a, a cool thing for me personally but but yeah it, cool to see the schedule come out I mean this is obviously the time of year for people to you know overreact about uh, certain things and and looking at the order of, of the matchups and you know obviously a, a conversation that's emerged with with the Titans schedule out is you know kind of how tough that first half of the the schedule is and um, you know, especially kind of in the middle part where they have that stretch of, you know, five uh, playoff teams in, in a row. And, and we'll kind of get into all that. But um, and then obviously Titans don't have a they don't have their bye week until uh, week 13 um, in an 18 week season. Uh, so that should be interesting. And the players probably don't love that. But um, but yeah, I mean, excited to uh, see the schedule out. It just means the season is a step closer. And Let's kind of go through these uh, these games, you know, one by one, and and kind of get your get your thoughts, get your thoughts and, and my thoughts, and we'll kind of go down the list. Yeah, seventeen games, and as you mentioned, um, you know, week thirteen for the bye week, so that's uh, that's twelve consecutive weeks to start off for the Titans this season. Uh, they open then with a home game. This that's that's new here for the last few years. They've. They've been on the road to start each season, it seems like. And uh, this time, the uh, Arizona Cardinals going to be in Nissan Stadium for the first game. Yeah, so, you know, you know, this is going to be Mike Vrabel's uh, first uh, season opener at home, uh, you know, as the Titans head coach. So there's going to be some, you know, excitement there. And, you know, with, with fans probably going to be, you know, there's probably going to be more fans uh you know, j- just a, in terms of how, how things are going health and safety wise with, with the protocol and whatnot. So that, that should be, you know, a pretty electric atmosphere in terms of, you know, what, what the Cardinals present. I mean, I think, you know, immediately it, it poses uh, a, a challenge to, to, to the Titans just in terms of defensively, right. That that's been such a big focus of this off season, right. Just in terms of what the Titans have tried to do personnel wise on the defensive side of the ball, the Titans just kind of giving Shane Bowen that official defensive coordinator title 
Titans kind of hoping that, you know, the per personnel wise, and then with the Shane Bowen thing that they've kind of sorted out kind of the, the defensive issues. And then right off the bat in the season opener, you're facing a Cardinals team uh, that I believe only ranked, you know, 12 or 13th in, in scoring offense for, from a year ago. But, you know, having seen them in the NFC West the last few years and what Kyler Murray is capable of, um, just extending plays, the pressure he puts on in edge, edges of a defense. I think right off the bat, it's going to be a real test for the Titans' new look defense. Um, and then, you know, just in terms of all the secondary turnover, uh, you know, the, the Titans have had, you, you have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the top receiver in the NFL, you know, going, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one or, or whatever against you, kind of your outside corners, you know, whoever they may be for, for Tennessee. So I think right off the bat, uh, Titans have a, have a big test in, in front of them, you know, when you look at that Arizona offense. You got Malcolm Butler on that team too, which is going to be an interesting uh, side note for the Titans. So week two, you mentioned the game at Seattle. Uh, this starts, uh, you know, I, 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 if you look at, the schedule, it seems pretty tough to me because you have seven uh, playoff teams from last year, but you also have you have the top three seeds from the AFC and you have two of the top three from the NFC. Uh, this game at Seattle is, is the first of several very, very challenging games there in that first half of the, the schedule. Uh, just just your, your quick thoughts on that, knowing that they're going to come back the week after and play the Colts at home in a huge divisional game. Yeah, I think, you know, when you talk about like just what I was saying about that, uh, that challenge, the, the Titans are going to run into week one in terms of Arizona's offense. I think you're, you're taking a, a whole nother step when you face Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett in that Seahawks offense. Um, again, just right off the bat, another just a stiffer, even stiffer, um, you know, test for uh, for this Titans defense, for this revamped Titans defense. Um, this is, uh, you know, a Seahawks offense that the first half of the year, first eight, nine games of the year, they led the NFL in scoring offense um, before, you know, so some of the wheels kind of came off um, at the end. Um, but, you, you, you know, you just look at how potent that offense is. I think, you know, again, that, you know, that's the number three seed in, in the NFC from from a year ago, if, if you know, if I'm remembering correctly, that's just another, you know, really tough test. Um, right off the bat and, and you're traveling cross country. Um, so, so yeah, it's another tough one to, to start the year. Coming back home, facing the Colts. One thing that jumped out to me right away on this, that they're playing the Colts twice in the first eight games. They're going to play the Colts twice before they play the Texans once. Um, and I think obviously the way the AFC South sets up this year, it's a, it looks like a two team race. It's going to be the Titans and the Colts again, as, as it was last year. And you know, to get the Colts in week three, I, the first two games are fun and entertaining, but that third game is going to mean something. And I think it's hard to tell who gets the benefit of playing that game so early. Um, yeah. You, you know, I, I think you could say the Titans because the Colts are breaking in a new quarterback with Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the left tackle they just signed, Eric Fisher, isn't totally healthy yet. You know, yeah. there are reasons to think it could benefit the Titans. But I remember two seasons ago, the Colts came into Nissan Stadium in week two and beat the Titans. And the, the, I, as you mentioned with the defense, but also you got a running back in Derrick Henry that, that typically does a lot better as the season progresses uh, toward the end of the year. So I think it's interesting they're going to be playing the Colts. After that, a couple of – there's not really 
many breathers on this schedule. There really isn't. But yeah. those next those first two weeks in October, you go to the Jets, you go to the Jaguars, you're going to try to not to stub your toe in either of them. It's probably good that you have that road trip to Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, in week five, with they're sitting there with Trevor Lawrence and trying to, you know, they they're. they're they're going to be feeling their way through that part of the schedule for sure. And in New York jets also, you know, you're talking about the team that picked the top two quarterbacks. So you're, you're getting young quarterbacks there at week four and five after that though, Ben, the, 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 <laughs> the gauntlet. Yeah. It gets rough starting with Buffalo and uh, on Monday night. Yeah. That, that stretch. So from, you know, week six to 10, you have, you know, five straight playoff opponents. You have the bills at home, uh, which is the the Monday night game. You have the Chiefs at home the, the following Sunday, then at the Colts. I mean, and then like like you said, I mean, the, those, you know, the Colts and the Titans are going to be one and two, um, you know, in the AFC South. And so, you know, just the fact that you're playing there, even though, you know, there's quarterback uncertainty with how well, you know, Carson Wentz is going to adjust, especially early on. And then the left tackle situation there, that's still going to be a tough game, right? And then you have the Rams who, who just got, you know, Matthew Stafford. Um, that's looking like a Super Bowl team. And, and then New Orleans to kind of end that five-game gauntlet. Um, and, and yes, you know, Drew Brees isn't there. You know, it's probably it's going to be Taysom Hill or, or Jameis Winston. Um, you know, but, but, you know, what people aren't talking about is this defense, this, uh, you know, Titan, uh, excuse me, this Saints defense is still elite. I mean, it was a top five, top six defense, um, you know, in, in the NFL last season. And you look at, you know, kind of what, what's happened, you know, with, with the Titans offense uh, this offseason, a lot of changes, um, you, know, you know, they've got, kept a lot of key guys, but then they've lost a lot of key guys to Johnny Smith, Corey Davis, uh, Dennis Kelly, um, you know, Adam, Adam Humphreys. Um, and, and to go up against a defense like that, um, you know, kind of early on, um, that's, that's about mid-season. Um, that, that's going to be a tough, tough challenge as well. Yeah, a couple of things on this little stretch of games that <clears throat> kind of jumped out to me. You get Buffalo on a Monday night, which I think the Titans are going to enjoy uh, having a, a Monday night home game. You know, Ben, this is a team the last few years. They've talked a lot about the fact that they usually play it on, you know, on Sundays at noon. Uh, they, they realize and have for a while that the NFL hasn't put them in primetime games very often. They're not viewed as that – enticing kind of team that that have that have have uh, have, have been able to, to do that you know you're playing in a smaller market and plus maybe a lack of star power those things are starting to change a little bit for the Titans they got three primetime games on this schedule including that Monday night game against the Bills now this is this game is going to be a year and five days after when the Bills had to come to Nashville last season on a Tuesday night uh, you know some maybe some va- bad vibes from how that went because that was during the Titans COVID outbreak. They were the first team in the league was really dealing with that. You had the Bills having to change their plans and then play on a Tuesday. And then they came in and the Titans just thumped them. Uh, that, that was, a as we saw last season, that was an outstanding Bills team, but they weren't that night. Uh, the Titans really put it on them. And, you know, I think obviously the memory that everyone has from that game is Derrick Henry, stiff arm and Josh. Norman. Stiff and that, arm. Yep. Josh Norman. <laughs> and, and that, and that's pretty much encapsulate encapsulated what happened in that game. That, that was quite possibly the Titans best game of the season. And, and I think the bills are, are really going to be up for it to come back. I think to, to play again in that stadium, be the third year in a row there in Nissan stadium. And then you have a short week 
uh, if you're the Titans to prepare for the Chiefs. And that that's tough. You know that's going to be an emotional, hard-fought game on Monday night against the Bills. Now you got Patrick Mahomes coming in on a short week. That's pretty brutal. Then you go to Indy, the game being sandwiched around all that. Just a huge game at Lucas Oil Stadium where the Titans have played well the last couple of years. And then the Rams, Saints, that's a tough stretch. I mean, that you hate to say at this point that's going to define the season, but but Ben, that's going to define the season, <laughs> you know, yeah. how they yeah. do during that. For, for sure. Yeah, w- without a doubt. And, and, and you, you mentioned how, you know, kind of the, how, how there have been gripes, you know, on the on the Titans side, just, you know, not getting those primetime games. I mean, that's going to be the stretch where, you know, the NFL world is going to be watching like in that five game stretch, you know, from uh, from week six to week 10, you know, two, two of their three primetime games are in that stretch. And then, you know, right after that first one, the Buffalo game, you have the Chiefs. Um, you know, the, the following Sunday. So in terms of eyeballs um, and, and, and in terms of getting respect, which, um, you know, the, the Titans feel they deserve and, and, and they do deserve because of their success over the last several years, it's really going to be a chance for them to kind of um, get on the radar, you know, for, for a lot of people, like see how, how they do in that stretch. Yeah. Then you got uh, on November 21st, a home game against the Texans. You know, maybe you'd rather get the Texans early in the season as they're trying to to figure some things out. But I'm be honest, I think the Texans are going to stink. And I think they're going to be pretty bad. So that's probably a, a win at home. And then then you go uh, right after Thanksgiving, you go to New England and play the Patriots. And what's going to be that's an interesting matchup. I don't like the timing of that for the Titans because out of that 12 game stretch before the bye week, that's the last one. And that's you almost always in a lot of cases see a letdown in that situation. The Titans, by that point, they're going to be tired. They're going to be beat up and they're going to be playing again uh, a New England team that I think is going to going to have it out for them a little bit. Uh, You know, there'll still be some guys. uh, They've had a lot of turnover at the Patriots, but there's still going to be some guys on that team that remember what happened when the Titans went up there in the playoffs a couple of years ago. That reminds me, the one thing that I hate about this schedule is that the Baltimore Ravens aren't on it. The NFL yeah. should have found a way to make that happen because you you could you got rivals on this, but not like the Ravens. All right, so you go to the bye week. Then there's a final f- stretch of five games. You start at home against Jacksonville. Uh, you know, you never know how a bye week's going to work, but mm-hmm. I would have probably rather had that bye week before you play, say, Kansas City. Or Indianapolis, you know, maybe Buffalo, Jacksonville at home that part of the season. You got to believe the Jags might be playing for draft positioning at that point. That was the case about that time last year when the Titans went down there. So uh, it gets a little tougher after that, though. You go see the – I don't really – the Steelers next up on December 19th on what should be a very cold day in Pittsburgh. I I, I don't know what to make of the Steelers. Uh, There's – there's some thoughts that they they could drop off quite a bit this year. I think this for the first time, really, they're they're kind of going to be an afterthought in their own division. First time in a while, I think the Browns are going to be the the favorite there, and then you got Baltimore as well. And so you got Pittsburgh followed by the 49ers and then the Dolphins. What are your thoughts on the on, on another pretty tough little stretch there in in, in late December? Yeah. So. Yeah, like, like you, you look at that, you know, the games after Jacksonville, like, you know, first of all, like, like you said, you, you never know, you know, coming out of out of a bye for, for an, an inferior opponent that's going to be looking for draft position. That, that's going to be in the, you know, the kind of the high draft pick on at that point. But, you know, right after that, Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Miami, 
Um, you know, those are all especially good defenses, right? And and I think, you know, that that's going to be, you know, I think that this is that's going to be, you know, one of those stretches where, you know, Derrick Henry is is going to have to impose as well. Like we, we've seen how he can, um, how he necessary, how he gets stronger, you know, as a game wears on, but also kind of late in the season and going up against those strong defenses when, you know, you look at this Titans offense, at least, you know, through the eyes of, you know, kind of right now with the way the roster is constructed, you know, with con- concerns kind of in the, in the receiving, the, the passing game, you know, this roster is built to really, I mean, it's always kind of been, it's been built to depend on Derrick Henry, but I think even more so this year, and then you look at that stretch to kind of close out the season, I think you're really going to depend on him. Um, you know, be, Pittsburgh, you know, TJ Watt, you know, I think, you know, you know, one of the lead D-line guys in, in the league, San Francisco, we saw what they did with all their guys hurt last year. All those guys are going to be back, like Nick Bosa, who was defensive, you know, rookie of the year, um, the year prior. Miami has a really great defense as well and, and a team on the rise, too. So I think that's going to be a really big um you know, test for, for, for that Titans offense. And, and, you know, that, that may be the time where we kind of see, or at least in, in an ideal world for, for, as far as the Titans are concerned, I think where you see kind of Derrick Henry uh, take control. One thing I liked about the stretch quite a bit, uh, you know, nobody, none of the NFL players like playing on Thursday night. The Titans got their Thursday night game late. Uh, they got it at home against the 49ers. Number one, you, you would much rather play, a cross country game on a Thursday night at home. That's going to be a big advantage. I think for the Titans to get the 49ers in their own stadium on a Thursday night. Plus the date of that game is December 23rd. So what that means is Christmas fell on a Saturday. So what that means is because the Titans got that Thursday night game, they're all going to be off for the Christmas weekend to be able to spend it with their families. And they didn't have to travel to do it. So I think that that's, you know, I think nobody likes a Thursday night game, but I think that fell pretty well for the Titans this year. Then you have an extra week or an extra few days to prepare the following week uh, for the Miami Dolphins and what I think could be a, a pretty big game uh, at that point in the season. I think those are going to that's going to be two teams that are in contention for the playoffs for a wild card spot, just as it was last year. And then, Ben, the season ends the same place it has ended for the last two years which is at Houston. And actually that's worked out pretty well for the Titans. They've won big games uh, to close the regular season each of the last two years by going to Houston. And I'll be honest on January 9th, there are worse places to be. Uh, The weather's usually pretty nice in Houston right about that time of year. So that's probably not a, not a bad trip considering the fact that uh, the Titans have have done pretty well in that spot. You're going to be in Houston in January and you're going to be playing a team that will probably have packed it in well before then. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, what, what I'm hoping I see is just kind of Derrick Henry just go off, you know, like I, I kind of mentioned how, you know, the, this kind of last stretch of the season is where we maybe see Derrick Henry kind of take off, you know, ideally, I mean, I was looking at the numbers from last season, you know, in his matchups against Houston, he averaged like 235 rushing yards per game. Like he had two, uh, like two, uh, 218 or something in the, in the first matchup, 250, 
um, in in the uh, season ending. Yeah, uh, he, he absolutely yeah. torched the, the Texans. Yeah, and, so. And, and, uh, <laughs> well, and in that last game, you know, he's running for 2,000 and he, and he knows what he needs. And it was a for sure. It was a pretty big number, but it was pretty clear early on in that game. The Texans had no interest in really trying to tackle Derrick Henry. And, and, you know, here's the thing, though. Henry went off in both those two games, but the Titans barely won both of them. They needed overtime to beat him the first time. Um, and then in that second game, they were they were ahead, and then the Texans kept coming back, and then the Titans were lucky to kind of get by on that one as well. Uh, and they needed it to win the division. And I actually I believe in both cases, uh, Deshaun Watson had an awful lot to do with that. Uh, you know, with his status, you don't know if he's going to be able to play or even on the Texans or, or what. And then uh, I think J.J. Watt also had very good games against the Titans last year, and uh, he won't be around either. So that's uh, if, if Derrick Henry plays and those other two don't, it probably won't go very well for the uh, for the home team. But uh, all right, well, that, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. Quick run through the schedule. Uh, we hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Ben Arthur, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Talking Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talking Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talking Titans is a production of the Tennessean. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.